No rush. Three, two, one. All right, guys, welcome back. Episode 16 of the podcast. Um, I have a very special guest with me today uh, for this uh, football exclusive soccer episode uh, that we'll be releasing right before the World Cup. So just in time. Exciting. Yeah. Um, this is uh, going to be a football episode. So we're going to be talking about uh, the biggest rivalry in football uh, besides the World Cup, uh, Barcelona versus Real Madrid at Clasico. Uh, we're going to be talking about the World Cup briefly. And also uh, Messi and Ronaldo and uh, their legacy. So um, tune in, yeah. enjoy the, the episode, and uh, let us know what you guys think. Let's Sounds go. Good. Sounds good. So we pause right here. Uh, we'll open this up. up. And then, so right now the ad's playing in the background, like in the video or the audio. Yeah. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. Get it. I've had this one before. Mm. This beer, you had it? Yeah. It's good. It's smooth, man. It's smooth, very smooth. I like it. The can. Like the bottle, yeah, the can. Yeah. Nice marketing for it, for sure. Yeah, I didn't know. I was going to ask you, like, what type of beer you prefer. Yeah. Beer, but I was like, what surprise me? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I tried the Heineken uh, Zero Alcohol one. Oh, shoot, I've never, I've never yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, let's let's give it a try. It Pretty tastes close. like Heineken, but no, no, you you don't get the buzz. So, but you still it tastes the same. Yeah, like it tastes a, exactly the same, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly the same, man. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, yeah. that's really good. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. All right, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, little ad. Um, it supports the channel. So, um, uh, here we are. So, I have here a good friend of mine. For a very, very long time. Very long, yes. Very sir. long time. Mr. Baker Ali, how you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Doing Happy right, to be bro? here, man. Happy to talk about yes, soccer man. and all that fun stuff. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So just let's get it going, man. Let's get it going. Let's so it. it's it's always interesting. Um, in this world, there's there's so many things to divide us, right? right. Um, and, and it feels sometimes that there's so little to unite us. Right. And in, in this case, football is something that unites the world without a doubt, without yes, a doubt. But within that world of football, we have a massive rivalry, uh, Real Madrid versus Barcelona. And the Classico. biggest. So for those of you guys watching the video, you guys can see that we have uh, jerseys on. What, uh, is that last year's? Uh, that is 2019-20. That's the third one. The third one, right? Yeah. Um, awesome, I have dude. Marcelo in the back. Oh shoot! I didn't even see be it. from Marcelo. You know, he's no longer with Real Madrid, but legend. he's a legend. So yeah, absolutely, man, sure. absolutely. I have a uh, 2021, 2022, I believe. Uh, the the Europa um, kit, home kit that they use for Champions League and, yeah. and stuff like that, or actually Europa League for us. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's a beautiful jersey for sure. <laughs> I want to ask you, man, I'll ask you, how did you get into choosing Real Madrid? Because, oh, yeah, you, you, you let me know. You tell me. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm going to sound old, but it's been 20 years since I fell in love with Real Madrid, man. Um, the, the, it started when I um, learned more about, you know, Brazil, Brazilian players like Ronaldo, Roberto Carlos. Um, also with France with Zidane and stuff all you know back then I feel like 
as a fan you were more focused with the national teams mm. and you were like a fan of the national teams more than clubs like soccer clubs. interesting um so of course after the 2002 world cup um you know i was going hard for brazil i was you know fall in love with, with the sport more and yeah. i was i think about what nine or ten years then um wow. so i I uh I was you know fall in love with Brazil with uh, Ronaldo and his special haircut yeah, yeah. you know that's it's a classic um I believe I had that haircut too back no then way. yeah I don't I don't have a picture I wish I do but I had that haircut too I feel I like me and my friends we all had that haircut that's it was, crazy it was a crazy time that's good um but yeah man um after that you know I was getting more into soccer watching more and um you know back then Real Madrid was collecting all the stars yeah, like yeah. the Infinity Stones you yeah, know yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know they, they got the, uh, Galacticos, no? yeah the time. Galacticos yeah you know Zidane Vigo um, Ronaldo Brazilian Ronaldo yeah. Roberto Carlos Raul yeah. it was just amazing players um, so yeah I was like okay you know like uh, that's my team you know let me watch it let me start liking it and also my dad liked them my uncle my cousins so it was like a family thing as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but uh, I also liked Barcelona then. Oh. Yeah, I, I didn't quite understand, you know, why they're okay. fighting each other, you okay. know, why they're playing, like they hate each other and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, you know, like I like Barcelona, I like Real Madrid. Um, until my cousin was like, you can't do that, you know, like you mm -hmm. cannot like Barcelona and Real Madrid at the same time. Yeah. You, you just can't, yeah. you know. I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to pick one, so... Picked Real Madrid, and it's been twenty years since then. Jeez, yeah, man, geez, that's, that's interesting because a lot of times it's almost. Uh, you said you you'd go for a national team, and then where yeah. they played in the club is kind of what you would kind of go yeah. to. Yeah. So you said Brazil and, and France were, were your kind of your favorites at the time. Yeah. For me, for Barcelona, this maybe uh, I wouldn't say twenty years ago. I would say less than that. I was maybe like in early high school, so yeah, maybe ten, um, about ten years ago or so. It was. Um, I've always been a fan of like Mexican soccer. That's was my my introduction to soccer. Yeah, uh, Liga MX with Chivas. So I didn't have um, uh, European teams really in my mind until Chicharito went to uh, Manchester United. Yeah. So that was honestly one of my first teams that I started supporting um, in high school. But it wasn't until I was introduced to Messi, Lionel Messi, yeah, and David Villa. That was the combo right there mm -hmm. that really got me into Barcelona and the, and the style of play that they had at the time. Which was maybe 2012, 2013 or so. Yeah, about it was 10 the years peak. Ago. It was peak Barcelona. It was, yeah. no, it was, it was amazing football. It was. Yeah. Fabregas, obviously, a lot of players are still there. Mm -hmm. I'm not anymore, Pique and uh, Busquets, but uh, Victor Valdez, Daniel Alves, uh, Puyol, obviously Iniesta and Xavi, um, Alexis Sanchez, uh, Pedro uh, Rodriguez. Just, you know, a, a number of players that, that really attracted me to, to like in Barcelona. Yeah. Um, so I guess for me, in the way I got into it, it was more uh, through friends and through the players. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really care too much about national teams at the time because yeah. I'm, you know, from Mexico or my family's from Mexico, so we don't really make it very far when it comes to World Cup and stuff yeah. like that. If it's like Copa America or or some local um, Central or, or North or South America, that Concacaf, uh, yeah, Concacaf, then yeah. we go kind of far because there's not much competition. Or at least yeah. at that time, now there kind of is Canada. Yeah. And USA are, are kind of stepping up uh, in that sound in that sense. So yeah. that was my introduction to it, man. And ever since, man, it was just it was easy to for me because of Messi at that yeah. point. Because David Villa only played for a couple of years at Barcelona, so he left. 
back to Valencia, I believe, or uh, or New York uh, when he came to New York uh, FC. Yeah. Um, so it was just I was just holding on to Messi for the longest time, and he played another maybe eight, ten years after I was introduced to Barcelona. So it was just easy for me to just hold on to that. Yeah. And uh, and uh, before we go into uh, star players like that, man, um, I I, I got to talk about the the rivalry because. As for us, you and I, we, we kind of know very familiar the Ronaldo, Messi, Barcelona, Real Madrid rivalry. Yeah. But this goes way, way befo- before them. Way five. before them. We're talking maybe almost 100 years now Yeah. Um, of players that were transferred to these clubs or that were grown and, and shaped by these clubs. Uh, Di Stefano for Real Madrid, Barcelona, Cruyff, um, even before that, I'm sure, but Here's uh, here's the Kroistov, uh, Ronaldo Brazilian that went to both teams. Yeah. Uh, Luis Figo that was a really um, crazy transfer. Did you see the Netflix special? You saw I haven't it? seen it. Oh, you haven't. I haven't seen it. But I, I mean, you know, the story you know, is very you know. famous. Very, you know, like read about it like a hundred times. You know, but it, I want to see it for sure. That that I recommend it's it. Very special. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. But despite having this rivalry, and how far would you think it goes? Where where do you where do you draw the line? Because you want you hate Barcelona and you you want them to lose every game that they play. For sure. And I feel the same way about Real Madrid. One hundred percent. But it all ends at the pitch, right? At the ninetieth minute, yeah. it ends. It, it yeah. doesn't go anywhere else. And yeah. I feel like that's a a safe and healthy rivalry, right? Yeah. Because, like I mentioned earlier, in a world of so much hate, there, there could be it could be politics, right? It could yeah. be it could be anything. It could be religion. It could be stuff that you can hold on to. And that you you despise another person because of that that thing that they, they yeah. like, yeah. and at least for us, and and I know, like I said, I've known you for a very long time, and you're still my friend despite liking Real Madrid, right? Yeah, I prefer yeah. Real Madrid, and and it ends at that at that at, ends at the jersey, right? It doesn't. Yeah. we don't go anywhere with it, and I don't know. This is kind of like a message I want to give out to people where like you you kind of have to find that middle ground where you can't take things home, man. Yeah, you know, because despite of this rivalry being over a hundred years. Um, we love football and, and football is our life, but it's not that serious, right? For sure. And um, kind of just want to elaborate on that, just making sure that people understand that. Because I mean, I'm sure there's a, what they call them, ultras, right? Mm-hmm. It's like super fans, yeah. That, you know, they have tattoos and stuff yeah, like no, that. Yeah. And they go serious. <laughs> They're like, banned. They're banned now from from the Real Madrid Stadium, and I'm sure from Barcelona too. Right. They're not allowed anymore. So, um, we're what, talking about like the crazy, yeah. the hooligans, man. Yeah. You know what? What are ultras, man? If you mind telling the, the um, listening. so the as as fans, there are, there are fans that are you know they love football, they love to watch soccer, and they love to just support the team. Yeah. They still you know hate my hate Barcelona, Real Madrid, whatever. But like you said, they it ends on on in the game. Once yeah. the ninety minutes finished, that's yeah. it. You know, like um, on the other hand. There's fans that are like, okay, this is like a cult to yeah. us, you know? Are we going to defend it? Are we going to fight for it? This is like our religion. Yes. So um, those fans are really dangerous. Um, and you see them everywhere. Yeah. You see them everywhere. Any team. Any team. Any, any team. Any country, any team. Um, Real Madrid and Barcelona, of course, has those. Yeah. Um, and back in early 2000 um they were banned from real madrid because it, it gotten bad um a lot of people were injured yep. um 
they i believe they attacked and killed a lot like some some fans from uh, i'm not sure what team it was but it was a champions league really um yeah it was champions league game and it was bad so since then real madrid banned them completely um and whoever from them wants to come they have to basically disassociate themselves with with that specific you know ultra star so um so yeah since then it's it's been good for yeah. for Real Madrid and sometimes fans and like Real Madrid fans criticize Real Madrid for having fans that are not very like loud and really? like scary you know to be yeah. around and um you know so maybe like other teams might fear coming to play in yeah. the Santiago Bernabeu right. but um at the end of the day this is biggest club in the world yeah. and and you don't want that image to associate with with your club so absolutely. for sure it's it's for the better that they got rid of absolutely. them yeah absolutely man yeah i mean it's it's important that at the end of the day it's all inclusive for everybody man whether you're yeah. a, a fan of the opposing team or a home fan that you don't have uh, fear with you and your family going yeah. to watch a game um yeah. for fun or whatever i i thankfully have never had a bad experience like that um where i felt um threatened so I guess in that sense it's good, but I'm sure when it gets to games like finals or, or Champions League or stuff like that, yeah, it could get a little rowdy. Um, yeah. and it's almost in the nature of, of humans to kind of want to push back from, you know, uh, rivals and make them feel bad. Uh, but it, it shouldn't ever get any more than uh, than nasty words, really. Yeah. Even if that. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's good, man. That's good. That, that that's a that's a good explanation, and and it's serious because. Uh, like I said, man, if you don't want a sport uh, ran by, by gangs, by mafias. Uh, I know yeah. Mexico, uh, a while back, maybe earlier this year, they did have um, a, a large amount of casualties at, at a soccer yeah. game, yeah. Um, a league game, and it was nasty. There was yeah. videos of it. I don't know if... The uh, images and the videos, it was just horrible, man. It was man. incredible, it was man. It was, it was disgusting. It happened somewhere yeah. else, I believe, not too Indonesia. long. Tunisia? Indone- Indonesia. Indonesia. Yeah. I didn't know over, that. Over 100... 100 fan has killed or got injured that's crazy and yeah i mean you just see the images and it's really sad because a lot of them are kids and women and uh you know they they're just sad to see them go through this where you just you know going to see your favorite team and you're trying to have fun with your family with your friends and ended up being like this it's just nasty so yeah well definitely i definitely agree with you you know um it's it's healthy to have you know rival yeah. Oh, yeah. um situation it's, it's it's definitely um fun absolutely you know for you to tease your friends and yeah. stuff yeah. And, and <laughs> or <laughs> um but at the end of the day you know it's sports and you have yeah. to have sportsmanship and 100 you know, yeah another reason i wanted to have this episode now is because just about a week ago i think we were uh or maybe two weeks ago, we were second place. Barcelona was in second place yeah. in Real Madrid. I think now that we are, but maybe four or five points on top. Two, two, two points. Oh, two okay, points. that's right, because he has won the last game. Uh, two points on top, which is not enough for for Barcelona fans right now. Yeah, for us, I feel like um, I, I do see your tweets and and yeah, I like yeah. how I like how unbiased you are sometimes. Like you, yeah. you're really like 
neutral like yeah. okay you know Barcelona or Real Madrid had a bad first half we need to do this to them it's yeah. not like yeah you know we scored we're winning let's keep it going it's like no you know what our center backs are, are messing up we got you know so I, I do appreciate it and I like that you're really yeah. neutral in that sense like you, if some your team's doing something wrong yeah. you'll be the first one to uh to to point that out yeah yeah right. um with uh with Barcelona as far as being in first place right now with just two points it's not enough man I mean yeah. we're going to Europa League so it's obviously obvious that whenever we come against big teams or big <laughs> moments we can't perform. Yeah, um, Manchester United. Um, yeah, first game in there, so yeah, that's it's that's gonna, gonna, be, gonna be tough. That's a test. Gonna be that's, tough. Yeah. that's gonna be make it or break it. Yeah, no way around it. And they're very unpredictable. Yeah, Manchester United. Right like now, some some games you see them amazing. Yeah. you know they could beat any yeah. team. They some games the they just you know they, they don't click. So yeah, it's it 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 is possible that Barcelona will be out of the Europa League. In that game, so if, it, if I wouldn't be surprised. This, yeah, man. I wouldn't be surprised. We also have a couple months until that game happens yeah. because we have a bunch of stuff going on yeah. with the World Cup. Um, and three I, I months, know, yeah. Three, three months, months is yeah. it February? Yeah, February. Wow. Okay, like, so almost end of February. Yeah, it's yeah. enough time to, I mean, for both teams to really get it together because even Manchester United was kind of having a rough patch. I believe they barely won this last game. Yeah. Or yeah, like I said, they're unpredictable, man. Like, so you know, they beat Liverpool. They beat. You know, big yeah, teams, that's right. That's and right. then they lose against small yeah. teams. So, yeah, you just don't know with that team. So Absolutely, dude. that's why I wouldn't be surprised if against Barcelona they just turn up. Turn up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I hope not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a possibility. Um, back to the rivalry. What what um, what keeps you at Real Madrid? What 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 does Real Madrid uh, Real Madrid stand for? What what do um, what what is so attractive about them for you um, at this point, and what keeps you there, man? If yeah, yeah, I'll let you. Uh... Um, Real Madrid, and it's the only team, honestly, that yeah. you could say that about them. It's the history and the present is the same for them. Mm. So we don't just say, oh, okay, you know, we won like five Champions League, but like. Yeah. 30 years ago yeah. and now we're just not good yeah. you know or like right now we're doing great you know we won like two three champions league and then but back then you you don't even see us on the okay. on the you know the, the finals the right. finals or you know the winner list or any of that um so i guess the prestige of that team is always there it's a constant any any decade you look they want something yeah. major um also the way they just carry themselves around all the competitions. You just feel their presence. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. Like, when you heard that name, you're just like, okay, you know, it's it's, it's a big club. Like, yeah. you get scared. Yeah. Like, and I'm a fan, but I can could, I could only imagine. Like, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, other teams. Yeah. And if we draw them in Champions League or, <laughs> you know, the league, it just, they, they just know yeah. they could lose. Yeah. They could lose easily, you know? Um, so that is something that I'm proud of to be a Real Madrid fan is, 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 you know, the prestige, the history, and also um, that the drive mm. for always wanting to win. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many Champions League we won. Doesn't matter how many leagues yeah. we won. We always want to get better. We always want to win more. Um, and I feel like you don't see that in other teams. Like yeah. some teams, they win Champions League one time. 
for the next 10 years they don't even care man like they they lose they they don't even make it champions league anymore like they don't care the fans are happy they want it you know not with real madrid next season if you don't win anything you're out yeah okay next it's next person throw. comes in yeah yeah it's almost like success is uh the the minimum right yeah. there's the minimum standard uh with with real madrid yeah and i can see that 100 man i always do feel like that whether it's the president the coach uh, and the players there's there's always that um that spark that real madrid never misses to have that you know that they will put the best foot forward every game no matter what yeah. it is like copa del rey it could be champions league it could be league um even a friendly you you, you know that you're playing you're playing the top of the line there's no there's no b team with real madrid i feel like yeah. i've never seen them like you know they don't have to play that well. They're always just constantly pa 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 pa. I don't think I've ever seen Real Madrid play live actually, but um, I I just feel as a Barcelona fan of being a rival of you guys uh, of the team, you know, going against finals in Copa del Rey, which tends to be more, more often than not, or, or uh, Clásicos. Even if you guys are way off in the league or in the top of the table or weren't off in the table, like I know that's a big game. No matter what what it is, because it's, it's decisive. It's yeah. morale too. You know, yeah. Real Madrid wins. Barcelona's morale might crumble. We might doubt ourselves, Absolutely. right? And it's just downhill from Absolutely. that, or vice versa. Yeah. Um, as for me, man, for Barcelona, um, I, I think it's also, and I don't want to get too political, but also how it's uh, the the Catalonia, right? Their own yeah. little providence, their yeah. own little country within yeah. Spain, and I feel like that pride that comes from this is ours, this is our team, this is the city's team. Yeah. Um, and they almost kind of want to represent the people and, and it goes kind of hand in hand um, with with the fan base. Um, yeah, that, like- that's why it's it's such it's not the same because every country has rivals, right? Oh, yeah. You got Manchester United, Manchester City or yeah. United Liverpool yeah. um, or you got Juventus, Inter Milan. Yeah. Um, but with the Clásico with Real Madrid and Barcelona, it's just much bigger than just soccer, you yeah. know? it's it's political it's yeah. it's um uh, uh you know geography it's historic uh, yeah. history it's uh you know like you said just pride of yeah. the pride of the people you know um that's why it's so much bigger than just a soccer game 100%. It's, it's it's definitely much bigger you gotta understand that part first yeah. to understand why this game specifically is the biggest right. between like two clubs right you know um so yeah that's that's definitely something yeah because people have to know <laughs> i mean because madrid is the capital of spain yeah. and then barcelona i don't know if it's the capital or not but it is obviously the biggest city in catalonia yeah. so we have you know here uh the capital of a, of a whole country and then this little state if you will uh, yeah. call it that kind of wants to be identified as its own providence so yeah. that's where they you know clash heads right yeah and you know even Barcelona has a uh, Espanol that are the derby right yeah but it's not as big as playing Real Madrid and Real Madrid has Atletico Madrid which is also well a lot bigger game than it is for Barcelona and, and their derby game recently uh, I would say recently because Atletico Madrid that's true uh, all the respect to Atletico Madrid fans or you know whoever listen to this um but we we really never kind of gave them that tension we would give them until recently until Simeone took charge 100%. and turned them 100%. into a bigger team because before that I mean Real would just go in and that's fair win three four and just get yeah. out it was, it was easy 
Yeah. Um, that's fair. But um, yeah, I like Espanol because, <laughs> because <laughs> they're such a menace, man. I mean, they. Yeah, you never know. They want to upset Barcelona yeah. to the max, man. Yeah. Like they just hate Barcelona. So your second <laughs> team's like, Espanol, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. But I just like that, you know. Like it's yeah. just funny, and yeah. um, of course Real Madrid feed them with players yeah, like yeah. the Castilla players and like you know players that um you know of course they're not gonna make it around great yeah. so they go on loans and stuff with espanol yeah. just for the fact that yeah. okay you know i want you to accept barcelona i want you to be barcelona somehow so uh yeah yeah <laughs> it's truly fun to watch um i remember 2006 that was that's when espanol came to life because yeah. um real madrid and barcelona was fighting for the title um at that time, Real Madrid hasn't won anything for three, four years so far. Um, so, you know, they were hungry. They were hungry for for a title. Yeah. Uh, and I'm talking nothing, man. Yeah. Like, no Copa del Rey, no yeah. champions, nothing. Um, so, Barcelona was ahead, maybe like 10 points back then. Um, and out of nowhere, you start seeing Real Madrid, like, winning games, yeah. but very in a drama way okay. um, so they would win games at the like the last 10 minutes or yep. the last second of the game or you don't even know who scored anymore yep. because like you know some players might just come in like yep. in the transfer would you like marcella he was b barely 18 um higuain um oh yeah yeah he, he yeah he came in that that winter in the january transfer market and he scored like a goal that that ended up being the title Jeez. goal. So one game where Real Madrid was playing and Barcelona was playing at the same time. Um Real Madrid was losing, Barcelona was winning. Okay. Okay? We're talking about the last 10 minutes of the game in both both games. Yes. Um so Real Madrid scores the the tie. Okay. So they tie the game. And then Espanol tie the game. With Barcelona. With Barcelona. Right. So that tie ended up making sure that Barcelona doesn't win the league and that the league stays to the final. Oh, To shoot. the final okay. match. Okay. Whoever wins, they win the league. Wins the league. Yeah. Wow. Of course, Real Madrid ended up winning also in a dr dramatic way. Um, yeah. Last but yeah, check, check out 2006. 2006-2007. La Liga. Uh, 2005, 2006. Okay, okay. So, so the only reason that Real Madrid had their hopes given to them was because Espanol was able to tie yeah. the game against Barcelona. Yeah, Espanol. In the second. I, yeah, Tamodo, Tamodo, and De La Pena. Dang. Those two players. I mean, they they are Espanol legends. Yeah. Like if you if you if you like Google them, you will see yeah. they did great stuff. And De La Pena was actually a Barcelona player. Jeez. Yeah, he was Jeez. a Barcelona player, but ended up, you know, not given the chance and to going to Espanol, um, and wow. ended up making that assist for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it was uh, just amazing. That's um, crazy, man. See, before but, yeah. the the podcast started, and I told you that I wanted to have this episode with someone that's knowledgeable, man. And yeah, that's that's why I did this episode yeah, with you, man. Because you know yeah. what you're talking about, dude. I appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate that. you know, it's it's history for me. You know, um, <laughs> it's it's a good history. Yeah. You know, I like. Yeah, I remember just watching it then. 
and I used to record the games wow. just so I could look back into it. Because yeah. like I said, you know, three, four years, man, we haven't won anything. Yeah. Yeah. And as a young fan, um, watching Real Madrid with all the Galacticos, yeah. you would like, you would think they're going to win everything, yeah. every season. Yeah. And, and ended up like just that. being like yeah. a disappointment. Um, so that season after, you know, we had hope and we started like, you know, closing in the gap. Yeah. Okay, I started I started recording every game and I remember like, you know, recording that game and watching it over and <laughs> over and over and over. Just the same level of excitement. Oh man, the me pain. and my me and my dad. Um so yeah, it was it's definitely history for me. Yeah. So that's a good time that's a good uh jumping off point, man, because when was uh Ronaldo signed? Uh Cristiano? Two thousand nine. Okay, so a little bit later than that. Yeah. But since you already aware and a fan of football at that time you know the, the players that were playing in different places i'm sure uh yeah. Cristiano was in, in manchester united at that time yeah and then 2009 comes around the transfer market and and ronaldo's coming man or it's in talks man run me through that what are you feeling do you like the guy you're not sure about him he was still very young at the time um he did prove himself for sure because we had yeah. players like uh like beckham and, and Cantona before him as number sevens yeah. uh, for manchester united and he was definitely filling up those boots um, oh, way, way bigger than them. He was, he was destined to be. Even then you thought so. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I saw Cristiano for the first time in 2004. Okay. Um, he was playing for Portugal and Iraq, which is the country I'm from, um, was playing in the Olympics. It was the, the, um, the one in Greece, in Athens. Okay. Um, that that Olympic, Iraq and Portugal played in the group stage. Oh, um, wow. and Iraq actually won the game. Wow, tight. Huh? Was yeah, it? one one nil, one zero. Wow. Okay. Um, so Cristiano was like seventeen, maybe oh, wow. young, seventeen. Yeah. He was young yeah. man. He ended up getting a red card. Jeez. Um, because yeah, he he. I guess when he was, it was on purpose. But basically, he he hit the Iraqi player, yeah. and and His and eyebrow, uh, eyebrow yeah. and ended up you know making Jeez. a gash and yeah. getting a red card. So that was the first time I saw Cristiano Ronaldo, and who wasn't the same player? I mean, he was right. just all young. over the place. Yeah, he, yeah. he very young, yeah. um, but I knew him then. So I was like, okay, you know, like, and then he moved to Manchester United, um, and at that time my cousin really liked Manchester United. That was her team. Barcelona, Manchester United. Okay. She had her favorite. Okay. Um, so she was always, she would always say, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know? Like, um, so he, he, he stays in my mind. Um, and then I start, of course, watching more soccer, more teams, yeah. um, getting more into it. I fell in love with the guy, you know? Yeah. Like, by the time 2008 came, yeah. um, and all the rumors start coming in yeah. that he's gonna, you know, he wants to come to Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, he goes, he goes and won the Champions League. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was just a dream back then. Absolutely. I feel that summer when I heard he's coming, man. Uh, of course, we didn't have Twitter or nothing, yeah. so <laughs> like I would go on the websites, yeah. um, like you know, Marca yeah. and Ash. Um, and uh just you know refresh the page man like no wait, way. wait 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 no. because you know like 
when when a transfer happened, news start coming in little by little, you yeah. know. Yeah. So you know you start. It's it's very exciting build up to the eventually you know the transfer because like okay well Real Madrid are negotiation you know Real Madrid and Manchester United um, you know trying to agree on on something Manchester United rejects the first bid Real Madrid offer a second bid and you know just a suspense so you're like you're watching there you know refreshing every (laughs) single day you know trying to read the news trying to like see what's going on um and eventually, you know, when 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 the transfer happened, man, it was just amazing. Massive, just amazing. Massive. Like, Who was uh, your striker before? Oh, where was he playing at that time? Was it left wing or was it striker? Who was left wing? Who was uh, who was, was playing in that position for Real Madrid before him? Um, so Raúl was still there. Ah, that's right. Raúl was still there. Um, we also had Ruud van Nistelrooy. Oof. Um, which which is he's amazing. I mean. You know, he, he was just something else. Um, but yeah, those two were the strikers back then. Uh, they were, though, at the end of their career, yeah. you know. So they were they were ready On to leave. Yeah. yeah, so um, Real Madrid needed somebody yeah. new, for sure. Um, but he didn't come in as, as a striker. He okay. came in as a left wing. wing right? yeah. The striker that we signed that summer was Benzema. That's crazy. So in one summer, Real Madrid signed... Benzema, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Kaká. Wow, that's right, Kaká from AC Milan. Kaká, man. I mean, it was. I mean, if you think about it, that's 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 crazy. the best transfer market Especially you could now. think of. Because Especially now, because like Kaká yeah. won Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Benzema won Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo has five. Yeah. Five or six. I don't remember. Five, I think. Five. Yeah. five. Um. So to be able to sign seven Ballon d'Or players in one transfer market, that's you just got to... That's massive. It's insane. That's it's massive. Insane. Now... Yeah. I don't think it could ever happen again. No, anyway, absolutely not. Absolutely with, not. With how many teams we have right now that, you know, they could just buy any players no. with, with the money they got. It's just difficult. But back then, it was the perfect opportunity. That's crazy. Yeah. Really quick on Benzema. What, what, do, you, what do you think of Benzema? Because... The Benzema of that time, yeah, and maybe like even five years later, was not the Benzema that we have now. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Benzema was a player that I would say he was a player that had things that he liked more than soccer back uh, then. Okay. Than now. Okay. He matured. Yeah. And I feel like that's the reason why we're seeing different Benzema now yeah. than before. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you follow Benzema early in his career, he had a lot of, a lot of issues, yeah. you know? Um, of course the sex tape with, with his teammate, yeah. Buena yeah. and, um, the other issues, man, he always had family issues. He had a lot of friends that, uh, uh, was always like, you know, his hood friends basically. In, in, you bad, know? in bad places. In the yeah, time, yeah, right? yeah. Like it was his friends. Of course, yeah. he's he's not a, from a good area in right. in, in France in Lyon, and um, you know, of course, they grew up. He he grew up with them. He just couldn't disassociate himself. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. In yeah. that time. 
And that happens a lot of for a lot of footballers. Yeah, actually, yeah, especially you know footballers from uh, Brazil, and Brazil, Argentina, France, and uh, yeah. France. Yeah, yeah, you'll see that a lot. Um, but um, with the exit of Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, you know, out of nowhere he start becoming okay. Now we all have Benzema. Yeah. So I guess he realized that. This is his time now to prove himself. If not, then he will exactly. never be able to prove himself anymore. 100%. And 100%. he stepped up to that to that chance and definitely he took advantage it well. of it. He did it yeah. well. I, I, I remember whenever I would play FIFA back, uh, maybe it was 2014 or something like yeah. that. Over before that, uh, back when Iguayun was playing, I would always choose Iguayun as a striker yeah. over Benzema. All of us. So I was like... Yeah. I was like, no, no, Benzema, that guy, Kareem, he's not, he's not too good. I prefer Iwain. Yeah, and how table, how the tables have turned. Now, yeah. Right? Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, I'm sure Iwain is proud of his career and, and he did yeah. great. Yeah. But Benzema's on a different level, and they're probably about the same age as well. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they were both playing at the same time, and that's that's what's amazing about it is that, you know, for players to be able to turn his career around in his 30s, it's crazy. It's just crazy. To it's me. rare. Yeah. It's rare. Yeah. Right? Because you would think, and mostly all players, I you know, I yeah. I never seen a player that turns his career around in his thirties. All players usually do it in their early twenties, and then like you know, almost before thirty. What do you think about That's Modric? The, Modric always was good. Yeah. Um, throughout his career, yeah. he, he he was the same player now okay. as back then. Okay. Um, That's like fair. if you see him at. Tottenham and yeah. um, same player, man. He was he was just crazy That's good. That's um, and then of course moved to Real Madrid. First year he was having a hard time, but after that he just exploded. Captain. Yeah. Captain every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but Benzema, man, you know when he hit thirty, he just come a monster. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, I'm glad it happened at, in Real Madrid because I know that he wasn't playing for the France or the national team for a while. I think um, that helped. You think that helps? I think that helps. Yeah. Because soccer players now, they they deal with a lot of games and a lot of pressure from the games. And yeah. it's just sometimes the older you get, it just, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Man. You just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and you see that all over the place. Like some games, the players, the same players you would think, oh my God, this guy is incredible. Yeah. Um, some some games just after so many you know, pl- no. games, you, you, they're just tired, man. It, they don't show up. So Yeah, so Benzema had that gap where he didn't play for the national yeah. team, so he would rest yeah. that period. Yeah. Um, and that rest played a huge part 100%. in his career 100%. at the end because if you see him now where he went back to play for France, he has not been the same as last year. 100%. Yeah, his, his fitness level has gone down. Yeah. Um, more injuries he started having more injuries he only played like 25 percent of the games of real madrid this year um really are you he, talking about uh, when he was winning the euro or when did he, was he playing for france well just to for the build-up for the world cup oh okay the friends yeah okay. so gotcha. i mean you know the, the, the nation league that, yeah the qualifiers the nation leagues yeah. that they played um yeah so it, it, you could definitely see his fitness level have not been the yeah. same yeah. where he was resting so it just goes back to show you that are we doing it too much? You think so? Are we doing too much? I mean, 
fans wants to see yeah. games, that's of a, course, and I understand that, and yeah. that's how soccer grows yeah. because you know more money comes yeah. in, of course, more growth. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to remember these are players. They're um, human, yeah. They're you know they're humans yeah. exactly. Um, so when do we draw the line? When do we say okay, let's cancel some of these tournaments yeah. or like? change the way they are set up um so we could see the best quality of soccer at that specific time and instead of just doing it and basically like the world cup right now you know Uh, and i'm sure we'll talk about in just a little bit but (laughs) um the world cup this year a lot of players since the beginning of this season all we hear is like, okay, you know, these players are worried that they might miss the World Cup, yeah. so they're not gonna play like they ho- like right. you know they always play. So, um, so it's it's just you know, and it's stuff for to injuries think about. too, injuries because that I know that I, f- I don't know for some reason I feel like and like you said we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but I feel like for the last maybe month or two injuries have been popping out everywhere, man, yeah. everywhere, everywhere, and big big players, you know. Uh, we had Madison for England yeah. just this last weekend for Leicester City. Yeah. Uh, pick up an injury. Um, Huming Son as well. Um, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, I was I mean, for Senegal. Yeah, Pogba. Pogba's Pogba. not going to play. Yeah. And uh, it's big Conte. players. Yeah. Conte, yeah. 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 Both yeah. World Cup winners for yeah. last, uh, exactly. last, yeah. last World Cup. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. still... Um, Conte still, I'd say, in, in a good time in his, in his career. Uh, Pogba's a little iffy. He's always been an iffy player as well. Uh, very um inconsistent inconsistent yeah like i feel like he likes to play when he wants to you know like he has a lot of quality oh great player 100 um but it's always mental for him like you have to prep him like if you if there's one thing that's bothering him he's not gonna play yeah if like the smallest thing could bother him yeah and he's not gonna play good yeah so it's it's dangerous with these type of players because you know like you pay so much for them and yes, you expect so much from them yeah. as as superstars but i mean yeah. also had that the whole brother thing where he was like witchcraft oh, yeah. or something or they were breaking him and, yeah that like, was a weird story I, I didn't really kind of get the whole idea of it and it was all over the place i just didn't understand it but then, uh, that's also something that can weigh on your mind so maybe the world yeah. cup maybe is a good idea that he's not going and give yeah. a chance to Kamavinga, to uh, Chuameni. Yeah, um, yeah, I would Fakir, say so. Yeah. Not going. Um, yeah, but players like that. So definitely, France looking more inexperienced. That might be the only issue with them mm. this season, this year. I mean, yeah. for the midfield. Okay. Uh, really? So the midfield might be a little bit inexperienced, yeah. but um, the rest is solid. But it's a chance, you know, for yeah. for players like you said, Chuameni, Kamavinga. Yeah. Um, you know other players to yeah. kind of prove themselves and be the next generation for France for sure. It's it's a yeah. it's a big uh, shoes to fill when you have players yeah. like Zidane and uh, oh yeah and uh, Desailly uh, that used to run the midfield. Um, before we go into the World Cup, uh, I, I wanted to jump back into the the rivalry bit yeah. real quick and and wrap that up because um, we had two big players, man, absolute icons, legends. There's no no yeah. one will ever kind of reach their level. Um, yeah. And the fact that we had them at the same time is insane, man. Yeah. We we are so blessed, man. And and it's and I don't appreciate it because I say it, but I, I honestly, I, I don't know exactly what I'm saying because 
I have never lived a time where I've enjoyed soccer without them, you know? Yeah. So they're always been there for me. So it's easy for me to be like, yeah, Messi, Ronaldo's, whatever. Yeah. But we had them at a time, and, and I mean, as you, by, by the stories you've been telling, that you've already kind of been aware of football since, you know, early 2000s, yeah. man. I, I'm late. I'm very late into the game yeah. compared to you. So um, you know what it was to before them and after them. Yeah. Um, but as for me, man, it's 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 surreal that we had them at the same time. Even though they played different positions, they were both they both had the, the weight of their teams on their back, right? Messi yeah. and, and Ronaldo yeah. is what I'm talking about. Um, those classicals, I remember I would have parties, man. I would have like classical parties and I think you came to one of them actually. Yeah. Really, really it was like a seven AM game, but we had a bunch of people come over. Um, but it was like it was yeah, it was like a celebration, and it didn't even matter who was who won or whatever. But they were both playing. I, I believe they were still both playing at the same time, um, at yeah. that time, and they were both now gone gone from that club. But we'll get there in a second. Yeah. What was Messi and Ronaldo to you, man? What what was um, what did they mean to your team or, or as a rivalry team? Did you hate Messi? Were you like, damn, that guy's good, but we gotta you know stop him? Or did you appreciate him in in that like? You know, I kind of hope he does something crazy, you know, just to see it because it's we've never seen that before. And, and I'll speak about Ronaldo right now. But what do you what do you think? Man? What, what do they mean to you? What or the, the world of football uh, history? Right. Yeah. This, this, it's, it's written down, dude. This is a this, yeah. this is this will never be forgotten. For sure. For sure. Um, It's it was definitely a factor in growing the popularity of Real Madrid versus Barcelona and the El Clasico. Yep. I mean, yeah. You got Ronaldo, which is the most famous soccer player right now in the yeah. world, you know, with his social media followings and stuff. Yes. And Messi's right behind him, yes. you know. I mean, there's few, maybe few thousands between yeah. them. Um, so, like you said, a lot of the younger generation um, that grew up watching soccer, they only know Messi yeah. versus Ronaldo, you know. You either... Team Messi or yeah. Team Ronaldo, you know. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Um, so that is to me anything that grows the sport and make people love it more. I support that one hundred percent. So, you know, like you said, we've been blessed that we had them both at the same time because we always had gl- great players, yes. um, but they were always one that always stood up yeah. yeah um you know we had Pelé and i'm sure he had a lot of other players with yeah. him yep. but he was always a superstar 100% Maradona yep. you know same thing um um and of course we had players like Brazilian Ronaldo Zidane um those players Vigo Ronaldinho yeah. they all so it was divided you see like mm. it was it was never like one of them was oh he's like the dominant one. Yes. Like every year somebody would win the yeah. Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Or like would yeah. win a different, you know, yeah. uh thing. So it was very divided between different players back then. But then you you had Cristiano Ronaldo who who's older than Messi. Yes. Um so he had a little bit of, of a head start. Right. And then Messi Messi started like popping out of nowhere. Right. Um Right away? Yeah, right away and start just dominating the whole game. So it was just amazing seeing them um, and seeing how Ronaldo was able to adapt and change his game. 
make sure he could compete with Messi. Yeah. Because Messi just blew him out of the water first couple of years. You know, like right. um he was just winning yeah. Ballon d'Or after yeah. Ballon d'Or after Ballon d'Or. And Cristiano Ronaldo was like, okay, you know, like I gotta do something, yeah. man. I gotta, I gotta get better to compete with this guy. Yeah. And he did. Yes. He got better. Yes. Um, and of course, he was lucky to have um, amazing coaches and um, amazing players with him at that time to help him out and yeah. make sure that he could compete with Messi because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, I love Ronaldo and. and I don't hate Messi. Yeah. I don't like him yeah. because he plays for Barcelona yeah. and, and he's a legend and yeah. he hurt us a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, but I don't hate him. Yeah. I do appreciate him. Yeah. I I do, I do like when he scores goals because yeah. I, I just love you know the sport. Yeah. Um, but you know, watching Ronaldo being able to overcome that level of skill because Ronaldo you know was good he was yes. skillful players he had abilities yeah. but Messi was just different yeah. you know you could just see that Messi was he does stuff that is seems natural for him but, but it's unnatural yeah you know 100%, 100%. he just did stuff that was kind of like Maradona where it's right. like he just does things you, you, you can't even imagine it's coming yeah no. or Ronaldo you know like it's stuff you learn, you yes. know, like yes. some tricks, some dribbling tricks, stuff like that, but nothing like Messi. I just also feel like at the time, whenever Facebook was really were really hot around that time, and, yeah. and I'd see a lot of the memes, it was always like Messi was gifted with all these talents, but, but Ronaldo has got that worth ethic, you know, that yeah. he, he puts the work in. Yeah. And that's something you just said right now, that he got better over time to compete with Messi. Yeah. And that's 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 what I admire, man. Because yeah. it's it's also you could give up, you know. Because you, I play for Real Madrid, I'm a starter for Portugal, so I'm already set. But he saw that opportunity, like, hey, you know what? If I put the work in, I can do that as well. Yeah, and he did. He, he did very sure. very much. Did five uh, Ballon d'Ors is, is nothing shy of uh, of excellence, man. Yeah. So that, that's incredible. Yeah, and and I'll say you said Ronaldo was surrounded around great, great players to help him out, but I'd say Messi was as well, man. Because we had Prime and Iniesta yeah. and Xavi. And and without him, I'm sorry, without them, it, it would have been really really hard to score that many goals because they're yeah. those those are two players that would never weren't were known for scoring right. They, they were, were incredible. always incredible. That last touch, and that Boskis one. too. I mean, you yeah. know, back Boskis, back, yeah. back then when he was younger, yeah. those three were just amazing. It's a triangle. They're man. just yeah. It, that. It, you couldn't get past it. The ball was you know that's where the tiki taka came yeah. from. Yeah, um, it was amazing. Koyf, it was amazing watching that. Pep, yeah. Um, and it's just kind of a, a tradition now that possession is kind of Barcelona's game. Yeah. So I mean, I'll, I'll say something. Sometimes I don't really agree with it because I feel like Real Madrid doesn't really play like that, but they still win games. So it's like, what's... <laughs> yeah, the philosophy of the game is definitely different. Yeah. And that goes back to the 80s when yeah. Cruyff was playing yeah. and when he became a coach in the 90s yes. where he implemented that style of, of, of soccer, yes. football the Dutch style yeah. basically you know yeah. where you pass the ball you yeah. pass the ball you pass the ball Real Madrid the most important thing to them is mm. winning okay yeah 100% winning 100%. like you gotta win titles I, yeah. I don't care how you play I don't care if it comes with a good style of play Perfect. welcome we yeah. welcome it we love it yeah. let's go if it comes with a different style of play that's okay at the end of the season if we won 
something major <laughs> who cares yeah you know who cares we won we're a winner yeah. you know we're, we're, we're a winner team that's the philosophy behind Real Madrid while in Barcelona yes you want it one title you sure. do for sure but if you don't play a certain way that might cause problems yeah. um, and we saw that happening with a lot of coaches after Pep Guardiola yeah. Where they had, you know, they tried to implement that style. Yeah. They tried to play the tic attacker, but yeah. they, they're just not Pep Guardiola. It wasn't working, you know? They just couldn't do it. Either they didn't have the same players that Pep Guardiola exactly. did or not the same ideas. So it was maybe after Enrique. Enrique was good. He did win yeah. the Champions League. But after that, it was just not the same level. It was tough, know? man. We did have about two. I mean, I guess we still might be in that. The same situation with Xavi because he's a new ref. I'm sorry, new ref, a new coach. Yeah, he he still hasn't really found. I mean, just me being honest, I don't feel like he's found that sweet spot yet. He's still kind of Not working yet. with with old players. He's like inexperienced. So you could see yeah. that he doesn't have experience. Yeah, um, especially when you watch the big games. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. It, it's obvious. Yeah. It's obvious that he still lack a lot of things to learn. Yeah, and that happens. Um, 100%. You know, bringing a coach from. Qatar, yeah. you know, he, that's the only experience he had. Um, he's still very young. Didn't really like no. become like an assistant coach to somebody big, like mm -hmm. how Zidane, Zidane was, was assistant coach for Ancelotti, Ancelotti. Yeah. Um, or you know Mourinho. He was assistant coach yeah. for a lot of big, you know coaches yeah. back in the nineties. So you just feel like he's inexperienced. Um, that might come with time if Barcelona has the patience, but uh, I feel like it's running thin now yeah. because yeah, the you Europa know. League is is tough, honestly, because we're yeah. also in a very uh, tight budget. Yeah, where we need money. Yeah, um, we we bought a lot of big players this last transfer market, big names, as yeah. you know, and and we don't have the time to be waiting for for Xavi to come in his prime because yeah. we owe a lot of money, right? We we had some players right now that weren't even being paid like Piquet, I believe Busquets as well. Yeah. That weren't even being paid their, their, their monthly or, or annual wage. Right. And a lot of players are also, um, the transfer fee that was paid for them hasn't been paid yet. Yes. So you yes. got, you know, Firon Torres still yeah. has like over 40 million for Man City. That for Man City. And he's not even the player that you think, okay, like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, like <laughs> I like the guy, but so, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not Wandowski, and then even the yeah. Jong, um, players like that, where we need them to turn up. And we, sometimes we don't even use Ferran Torres until like the last ten minutes of the game, right? Yeah. He's a super sub for us. Sometimes you know, depending on on Xavi, but yeah. um, I, I as a as a Barcelona fan and being, you know or as Barcelona fans tend to be so close to the city and close, you know, united with everybody, we want to give Xavi the opportunity to at least prove himself. Um, the the preseason when they did the uh, the USA games, we did play Real Madrid, I believe, like in uh, Vegas, I believe. And yeah. I think we won like 3-0 or 3-1 or something like that. So that really ignited all of us because from the season before, we had a terrible season. We went to Europa League. We lost like the first round. I forgot against who we played. Uh, we went to second place, which was okay after a tough uh, first half with... Uh, the previous coach. Yeah. So we were like, okay, Shabby, let's do it. Uh, now we're, we're also back at that same position. We're like, okay, we're in first place in La Liga, which is great, but it's only two points and we're Europa League and we're playing Manchester United. So the big test is coming, like you said, in February. Yeah. And, and I'm excited to see and nervous at the same time. Uh, yeah. That, the exit of the Champions League is not in the plan for sure. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a total failure. 
um because <laughs> to spend that much money yeah. and to sell so much of your assets yeah. um you know spotify the bar yeah the 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 cap new they changed the name yeah. to spotify camp new um I'll, I'll, you know to spend that much money and to sell that that many assets you expect your team to at least make it to maybe the quarterfinal minimum minimum yeah. quarterfinal yeah. you know just to make some money back yeah just because you know that's that's the majority of the money that comes from is the champions yeah. league and 100%. the tv rights yeah. that comes yeah. with that and you know the ads revenue and all of that yeah. um so that's definitely can hurt Barcelona. Yeah. It's 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 I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna see some numbers in the future that's gonna show how yeah. that specifically that exit has definitely going to hurt Barcelona financially. Now I'm not scared for Barcelona because Laporta is a good yeah. president. Yeah. Um, uh, you know when I first started watching Barcelona and Real Madrid, he was the president. Yeah. Back then, so I know his abilities of yeah. attracting good players, and yeah. his he always has a good project. Yes. And um, but I feel like this time he needs more patience. Um, and I know it's difficult because when everybody just wants you to win, yeah, it's difficult to have that patience. But it's better than rushing into you know selling more assets 100%. and getting more loans and getting 100%. more debt. because uh, the next thing that's going to happen if it doesn't work out is selling Barcelona to investors. Yeah. Um, and you don't want yeah. that. You that's know? not what the, that's, the team that's, clubs yeah. club stands for. Yeah. I mean, they take a bride and, and, and them being a people team yeah. because there's all three teams left that are like that in yeah. Spain, which is Real Madrid, yeah. Barcelona, and I believe Atletico Bilbao. Okay. I didn't know that one. Um, yeah. So those three teams, you know, has members yes. and the members, of course, vote and exactly. Exactly. Um, they vote on budget. They yeah. vote on, on, you know, presidents and things and like that. And yeah. Like that. Yeah. So, it, you know, they are people clubs. Yes. They're, you know, the people you could, anybody could become yeah. members. Yeah. Right now, I'm a member of Real Madrid. I have my card. I have Fantastic. my, I my thing. Yeah. 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 So, um, it's just something to be proud of, yeah. you know. Uh, you don't have to answer to anybody as a chairman right. or you know, like right. as an owner um, who wants to decide, like, oh yeah, like I'm done with this club or yeah. like I want to sell it or something, you know. Yeah. So you know, they're always going to be around. Yes. Um, but that's the danger of playing with so much debt and so much like, you know, having no patience. When it comes to that, is that's going to be the next thing, and yeah. you don't want that. And that's kind of one of the reasons Messi left too. Yeah. Um, they couldn't afford him at the time. They, they were going through the presidency change uh, for Laporta. And the last guy was, yeah. what was his name? Uh, Ber, um, Berbatov? Or no, not Berbatov. Uh, Bertameo. Bertameo, Bertameo, yeah. Bertameo was the last president. And, and his stuff was just going crazy. He wasn't really um, agreeing with a lot of the players. Uh, Messi was not a big fan of him. Um, so, you know, apparently it was like Laporta was like, if. if if I stay in here, Messi stays as well, something like that. Yeah, it didn't yeah. Work out. He's like he's gonna, you know, that was one of his promises is that he's gonna keep Messi, yeah, in the club, and well, just I for mean, us to find out that it was just, uh, you, you know, know you a know, promise that he's not gonna keep. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, there's now talks I see on Twitter every once in a while that Messi might come back. 
I don't think so. You, what do you think? I don't think so. I think he's going to come to the MLS. Mm, to yeah. Milan. I'm sorry, Milan. Inter Miami. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, I just don't see him coming back to Barcelona. Yeah. You know, the way he got out where he 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 was told that he's going to stay. He was hurt. He was told that, was um, yeah, like they told him, okay, you know, you you definitely coming back. We're going to work a deal with the Spanish Federation. Uh, we're going to make you stay. So he, he, he literally went out and was like, oh, yeah, I'm staying in Barcelona. Yeah. Like just to find out he come back from the vacation yeah. and and they they're like out. okay you gotta go man <laughs> you can't stay here and we can't afford you so yeah that was i mean he was hurt he yeah. was hurt you could see in his face he was just devastated and it took him it took him a while man to get over that I mean, last season i mean PSG, messi yeah. was like he was lost. not performing dude he, he was, was not, lost he was not. you know he was lost he was not the same messi you know no. This season, though, he's been amazing. He, he did turn amazing. up a little bit. He, he kind of found his, his foot because also yeah. PSG's got their own problems, right, with uh, yeah. with Mbappe. Oh, yeah, that club and, is and just... power. And uh, yeah, that club youth. is... They just... I don't know, man. They, what do you think, man? You think it's... Um, you think it's... I don't want to say frowned upon, but it's... Uh, money club you think it's it's not a a true football loving club where you you care about your fans it's almost just kind of like what's going to make the most money what do you think mm. psg psg i feel like the ownership just doesn't realize that psg is not an elite club yeah, yeah. like just stay in your lane yeah. and kind of like work your way to the yeah. top yeah. don't force yourself that's what they did to be a big club yeah. now and like trying to compete with all the big clubs that been doing it for a hundred years yeah. man like they've yeah. been building their brand for a while so and you can't you... just come in and like okay yeah like i'm a big club too yeah. don't mess with me <laughs> what do you think about man city ahead. then man city project almost was like psg yeah. until they learned the lesson okay so if you remember when Manchester City, when the, when the Emirate government um, yes. bought Manchester City first, they started buying the big players too. Yes. Yes. Robinho, yeah. um, they paid big money. Robinho, yeah. uh, Nasri, uh, yeah. Conaguero, yes. um, Yaya Torre. Yeah, yeah. They, they basically stopped buying players, man, until they were like, okay, you know, this is not working. Yeah. You know, like we barely won one Premier League yeah. in those years that we yeah. invested so many, so many things. Yeah, yeah. so we got to have a project. Yeah. So they kind of like, okay, we got to find a good coach. Of course, okay. they find an amazing coach, yes. the uh, the best coach, I, in my opinion. Italian, no? Or who? Um, oh, no, but I'm talking about Pep. Oh, Pep. Okay. yeah. Because the, the project before Pep and the project after Pep, they're totally different. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and you have to also understand that with Pep, they also got a lot of, like the sporting director, um, all of them were in Barcelona too. Yeah. So they they came with a great experience. Yeah. Um, so they honestly, yeah. they kind of become the new Barcelona. If you if you really honestly, think about it, honestly, they have. Honestly, they are they the have. new Barcelona. They signed the coach. They signed the sporting director. Wow. They signed all the thinking you know individuals in yeah. that club and they brought him to manchester city and they were like okay you know let's, go ahead build your team yeah. you have unlimited uh financial help unlike barcelona yeah you have unlimited money yeah. here um 
but go ahead and have a project for us, yeah. not just want to sign any player. Yeah. And that's what they did. You know, they start buying players that you don't think they're superstars. You, you know, like any player right now in Manchester City, before Manchester City, they're just regular players. Bernardo Silva, De Bruyne. Ex exactly. You know, Haaland was maybe the only superstar. but Yeah, Haaland, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, but, even if you think about it, he came from Dortmund. Yeah. And he barely been there for two years. Yeah. He's still very young. Yeah. It's not like buying like, you know, no. Messi or Neymar or somebody, you know, like PSG did. Yeah. Um, so, yes. and they got him on a release clause that was, you know, not even that expensive. Yeah. It was not you a bad know? deal at yeah. all, man. Yeah. All. I think they paid more for, uh, Liverpool paid more for yeah, Nunez. Nunez yeah. Yeah. They paid That's way crazy, more. Man. Yeah. He's, he's a good player. I'll, I'll, he's a great player. Yeah. He, he's he still has some his, time his, to show his, his worth yeah. now. Um, yeah. There's little doubts in the beginning, but. Um, I do like the guy. That's the thing about PSG. I feel like they almost need to step back for a little bit, but they just have that 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 money where it's like they they can constantly yeah. be hitting the big players constantly. Yeah. Um. What, what would you say of PSG back when they had like Ibrahimovic and David Beckham, um, Thiago Mota? Was that just kind of like before the real money came in? <laughs> no, no, that was definitely part of it. Yeah. But that's what they could attract back then. Okay. Yeah. as they were still growing yeah. you know so even back then when you saw Ibrahimovic move to PSG they, you were like what <laughs> yeah. what man because where was he coming from was it there? from Italy you know, like he was still a big star he was still gonna be somebody that um, you know he, he was competing with, yeah. with all the top players uh, when Beckham went he was he was gonna retire yeah that was it he was, it was, that it was, was literally his end so yeah it wasn't like a, a big one but no. Ibrahimovic definitely yeah. was a big move and that's where they started I guess that's when they kind of got a taste for the blood they were like oh okay we could do this we could attract the big jerseys, players so bands, yep. let's go ahead and throw so much money on them and see what happens that's crazy, man. Um, but yeah I don't respect that club to be honest with you I don't think they yeah. They have what it takes. Um, they're trying to be a team that then it's not them. And everybody could yeah. see it. Yeah. Everybody could see through yeah. all the, you know, glamorous yeah. images that comes out of there. Um, for, that PSG is just not that team, that big team. That They, they, they me, need time. It was whenever Neymar left Barcelona, that's mm. when I realized that... Cause Neymar probably thought, I mean, because he was a big player, he is a big player. But when he left Barcelona, he probably thought he was bigger than Barcelona. It's like, no, I need, yeah. I need something more. I need, I'm, I'm so hungry. And uh, and PSG and they they paid a big price. I think that's still the the, the biggest, biggest transfer, transfer right? value ever paid for and, a player. And it's just not two hundred and fifty million. I think it's yeah. insane numbers, man. Insane yeah. numbers. And ever since then. And them losing quarterfinals. I don't know if they've been to semis and Champions League. That's what they care about. They, they care about the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sure. have the League Cup yeah. set in their pocket. Yeah, they could one. literally beat everybody there with their B team. Eyes you know? closed, yeah. yeah. They want the Champions League. And yeah. every time they get even close, they get knocked out. Usually it's by Real Madrid most of the time. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> Real Madrid could really like... <laughs> just try them, man. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been amazing. Is um, it because you guys hate Mbappe or what? Because I... Um, I, I want to say we hate him. It just the way he played yeah. his cards this season yeah. or this summer transfer, yeah. it was just not ideal. Yeah. You know, yeah. he could have ended it before that. He could have said, "Okay, I'm. I changed my mind. I'm staying with PSG." He didn't need to tease tease everybody yeah. and wait until the end and kind of like you know like 
yeah. give hints that he's moving. And, yeah, no, there was a lot know, of hints. Man. Yeah, I really believed it. I yeah, really, everybody really believed did. it. Everybody did, and nobody. Like, it was the biggest shock ever, man, that he stayed. Um, oh, and that's what made people kind of like, okay, like this guy is is a kid. Okay, he's not he's the players around. we think he is. Yeah, because. You know, you stayed in that team. You developed yourself. You became a star. World Cup winner. You yeah. you, you did great in them. Um, you ran your contract basically. Yeah. You didn't like break it or anything. So nobody was gonna say if you leave now, you know, you're you're a yeah. traitor or anything. You know. No, so, no, honestly, yeah. Uh, so it was the right time for him to move. But of course, uh, I mean, the story we heard yeah. that you know. Two different governments, the the Qatar government and the French yeah. president, uh, the present and the the, the past one. Okay. Called okay. him, hey, you, you gotta stay. stay. Yeah. You gotta stay. You know, like you're the future of the French team and the French. Um, just you know the. It was too much pressure. Yeah. They just throw so much money on him yeah. on his family, um, so. I understand, you know, he's a soccer player at the end. He still wants the best yeah. for his family, for his future. But he didn't think of it. I feel like he didn't think of the whole picture. Yeah. He thought about like business or, or just business wise. Yeah. And I feel like he kind of messed it up for yeah. himself for the future. Um, Cause, Because we heard, you know, like a few yeah. months ago that, okay, I want to leave now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's asking to leave yeah. and. In January or maybe even in the summer, um, but they're like, okay, nobody's gonna go for you now. Is Romadrid still interested? Not really, no. because now you have a contract. Yeah. Now PSG is not gonna sell you for for you know like a good yeah. amount because they spend so much money, so they want their money back. So now you gotta deal with it yourself. You either yeah. have to break your contract or do something because there's no way Real Madrid is gonna go for it. And not even pay anywhere near they were offering yeah. uh, the last transfer because no. no. you guys you guys as Real Madrid you guys are are pretty comfortable right now with your players I'd say I don't yeah. think that you guys have a weak spot maybe your white wing with uh, with Lucas um, but yeah. you, you even have Valverde that goes up there yeah uh, sometimes Cause before yeah. Vinny was really proving himself and, and Rodrigo I was like okay maybe maybe Mbappe's got a position there. yeah. But now I don't think so, man. I think you guys are very comfortable. Yeah, Real Madrid definitely has um, players that you could say they are a potential Ballon d'Or winners, like Vinicius, like Valverde, Valverde. maybe uh, Rodrigo, if yep. he continues to grow like that. Um, and of course, you got the experienced players like Benzema, Modric, Cross. Uh, um, so you, 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 the team is is. The team dynamic, yeah. um, the coach himself, Ancelotti, um, just everything is just working. It you is, know? man. It's kind of like like really Swiss is. watch, you know. But yeah. it's like <laughs> it's it's you know it's working. Like Every why day. would you mess with yeah. it? Why would you bring in somebody that he thinks Honestly, he's man. bigger than everybody else? And you know he has governments literally asking him to stay and That's stuff. Crazy, why man. would you bring him to a team where he's like? Everybody's like treating each other yeah. equally. Yeah, Everybody yeah. respecting each other. Yeah. So yeah, definitely we're not Real Real Madrid is thinking like okay maybe we don't need this guy yeah. as as good as he is. Yeah. Um, and we know his quality. Yeah. I mean, it, we're talking about a guy that literally gonna dominate 
if he continues to years. focus on soccer itself. But he comes with an ego, man. Yeah. He, play, he comes with a with a presence where I, yeah. I just don't. He he'll disrupt any team he goes to. It doesn't yeah. matter what team it is. Yeah. Because Holland doesn't have that presence yet. No. Or at all. Maybe he doesn't believe himself to be so. It was easy for him to go to Man City and, yeah. and fall into his position easily. Yeah. Where Mbappe, he knows that he's maybe the, the number one player in the world. Yeah. Arguably, of course. Um, where you literally have, like you said, governments wanting you to stay. You yeah. have a position, like a chair position in the club of PSG. Yeah. Where he can make decisions on players, on coaches, on the staff. Yeah. And that's massive. And I don't think there's any other team in the world that will do that for him. No. Um, especially pay that price. Um, especially Real Madrid. Especially Real Madrid, because yeah, you guys are winning, man. If you guys were losing, you'd be yeah. like, okay, we need something to spark it up. But you yeah. guys have it all so well done yeah. uh, with Ancelotti and even before with uh, with Zidane that I just don't see it happening anymore unless it's a really good price that is really cheap and he calms himself down. Yeah, he, he has to make a lot of sacrifices for yeah. sure to come to right. play for Real Madrid if he wants to really play for Real Madrid. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, it's... Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening until he actually changes. Because yeah. from what I heard Florentino Perez was saying, um, that the Mbappé he knows now is not the same Mbappé yeah. he talked to a few years ago that, you know, he, he just changed. As a player, as a person, he's just a different player. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe... I don't know why. Man. Maybe he doesn't... He maybe he's not gonna ever come to Real Madrid. I don't know, but if he does, it, it, he has to change for sure. I hope he I hope he leaves PSG just because I don't feel like PSG is ever gonna get the respect. Even if they win Champions League, it's yeah. like, okay, that's crazy, that's really cool. Yeah. But in your country of France, uh, within the league, it doesn't even matter. No. You know, like it's it only matters when it comes to Champions League with with Real Madrid. Like, I mean, I don't know if we're being biased because we're La Liga fans and we watch that stuff every weekend, but. Like, I watch every Real Madrid game. Oh. Maybe you watch Barcelona games, too, because they're the rivals. But with <laughs> with French games, but I don't watch them at all. Because no. unless you're playing maybe Monaco, even, not even Monaco. Sometimes it doesn't even matter um, who's a good player, a good team over there that, that competes. Um, Marseille, yeah. uh, Lyon. Yeah, okay. But, but, yeah, nobody watches, man. Honestly, outside France and outside the people that maybe have ties to France. Yeah, no. Nobody watches that because the games are on the same time as La Liga, yes. around the Premier League, yeah. uh, around um, La Calcio. So, yeah. I mean, the, you got the biggest league competing at the no same way. time and it's, you're just not going to turn it into a game where you know they're going to dominate. Um, and he, even with Messi, even with Neymar, because uh, yeah. with Neymar, maybe he, he wants to be there. I don't know where else Neymar would go. He's also a big player. With Messi, I feel like I would like to see Messi in Italy. I think that'd be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, like Inter Milan would be interesting. Would be nice. Um, would be but nice. That's really about it. I, I was hoping he'd go there before he went to PSG because I didn't really think for the yeah, same I reason. Remember. I, I remember. I you, remember. Yeah. You you really wanted to go there. Yeah. I didn't think. I didn't think yeah. France. And I guess I'm right. And I stand corrected because I don't feel like France has what Messi was looking for. Yeah. Of that 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 passion where it's. Because he's in a business now. He's in a team of a business. And, and coming from Barcelona and yeah. even Real Madrid, where you're like a, a club for the people, PSG is not yeah. that at all. Yeah, you could see it now that Messi yeah. is just there to do a job now. He's yeah. not really playing with yeah. the passion, the same yeah. level of passion where he was like, when, when he would yeah. score for Barcelona, he would and just go crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Just does this. Just like, like, boom, clap and let's yeah, go hug he, everybody. Clap and, and yeah, easy. Like, let's go. Yeah. So, I mean... 
Yeah, I, that's why I feel like Messi has lost his passion maybe. And yeah. after the World Cup, he's yeah. just going to say, okay, I'm going to the MLS. Yeah. I just want to relax a little bit, see my family, and enjoy he, Miami. You know, that's like it. have a nice, you know, friendly life with my mate Suarez, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> in, uh, in you know. Chile? Uh, in Uruguay. He's, he's oh, playing he's with, his, right, with his right. home team um, that he grew up in. That's right. Uh, but I'm sure he's going to come maybe to the MLS. I, if, yeah. if Messi moves, I think Suarez is going to move yeah. to the MLS. So um, real quick on transfers, man, uh, and, and wrap this portion up. Um, Cristiano, man. Cristiano's transfers. Yeah. Since Real Madrid, what do you what do you think, man? Because Juventus was an interesting one. I think Pirlo was being the the coach at the time, or yeah. was it um... Sari? I think it was Sari first, and then Berlo. Okay, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, that was a that was a surprise. Real yeah. Madrid. W- w- why did he leave? What what was uh what was uh the the point of view from a Real Madrid fan at the time of Ronaldo's uh, departure? It was shocking. Yeah. Um, Cristiano has just won with Real Madrid the Champions yeah. League for the third time in a row. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't think that's a good time to leave. Yeah. The team is doing good. Um, uh, you know, they have the rhythm, unbeatable. Um, you just have everything to continue, man. Continue yeah. winning, continue yeah. competing for individual titles and team titles. Um, so it was just shocking to see him leave at that time. 100%. I would understand if he like maybe the next year where they didn't win anything. Yeah. Um, that was like okay, you know, maybe I need a different project, switch it up, yeah. up kind of like. But at that time, it was shocking. Um, the stuff that came out was basically. And you know Ronaldo. Ronaldo is very emotional guy. He yeah. um, he he let his emotion. I feel like control him a lot. Um, control his career. Um, so I feel like over the years, um, maybe some stuff happened with yeah. the Spanish media. Could be with Could the be. Spanish government. You know yeah. they were accusing him of tax yeah. fraud That's and right. things like that. And maybe Real Madrid just wasn't there to back him up as much. Of course. Um. And of course, Messi was getting massive contract. Um, And as Ronaldo, the competitive person he is, of course, wants the same thing. Uh, You know, why would Messi get more than me kind of deal? So he would come around Madrid asking for, you know, a bigger uh, (laughs) wages and... uh, uh Real Madrid was like uh I don't know man like yeah. uh you know like we kind of have We're a level right where now. we yeah. like you know keep you know we don't want to go over yeah. that level if for anybody so it just started happening like he feel like he is not valued yeah. as much as he should be yeah. um so he thought that might be the time to leave yeah. um and yeah, like I said, it was shocking, yeah. uh, especially to Juventus. Um, mm. You know, like that was out of nowhere. Okay. Um, Juventus is a big team, of course. It's a historic team. But um, when a player like Ronaldo, you would think he would go to a team where he's going to win the Champions League again and yeah. again and again yeah. and again. And at that time, well, I feel like it would have been Liverpool, maybe. Liverpool was very strong. Oh, wow. Um, 
yeah. Wasn't I mean, the Juventus in, in like a couple finals? I think they were in a final with you guys. Yeah, yeah, we played years. them. Yeah. So they were the year before he left. We played them in the final. So and they, they, they were good. They were good. Juventus yeah. were good. It's just that you know they were not the team that you think would yeah. win the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. They would make it to the final. Yeah, they would play true. really good. But at the final, you will see the different quality yeah. between them and whoever quick. they play. You know, they played Barcelona in the final, they lost. They played Real Madrid in the final, they lost. Yeah. And you can see just so much difference between them and another team. I mean, he probably just so. thought that he would be that spark, right? That that the final piece of the puzzle to yeah. finish off and, and finish the, the game. But they were also going through like a yeah. transition period, Juventus. Yeah. They had a lot of older players. I mean, they still do, I guess, Bonucci, Chiellini, Buffon at the time. Yeah. Um, where they were kind of leaving... And, and getting ready so he also kind of went in an awkward time where they didn't really kind of they lost their identity almost right for the, sure the U- for Juventus sure. that we knew was always just kind of uh, defense was a prime they had three center backs yeah. and the rest was just possession up top but that was a different Juventus um, with the departure of like I mentioned those players right now and even yeah. right now they're they're I think they're going to no, no they're out right they're not going to Europa League are they they're they're out out. completely i think they're out everything i think they got fourth position they got fourth yeah so they're out so they're still kind of going through that that it's terrible it's uh, terrible season they barely start winning again you know recently that's their fifth win in a row but before that i mean it was just disaster it was not going well yeah um but yeah i feel like like i said he's very emotional guy yeah you know the whole stadium stood up the whole stadium in juventus stood up clapped for him So he was like, okay, you know, I feel appreciated here. Yeah. I like it here. Yeah. Maybe I'll move here. You know, yeah. I think that's also what played part into him. Um, but it's definitely a, a step back in his career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the right time to leave Real Madrid. Oh, 100%. For sure. And we can see it clearly now. We can see it clearly. He wasted years of his life. Was it two? Um, two at Juventus, yes. Two, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And, then, um, and then he had the chance of going to Manchester City. That's right. Before United, yes. um, which would have been way better for him. Yeah, he would have Pep. They had Cunaguero going out. They yeah, have a he, striker. He would have had an amazing wow. team behind him that yeah. would just feed him, yeah. you know, balls it was every constant. every it was single constant. game. Good he would have he would have been a perfect match for them. Um, but again, his emotion, yeah. his emotion got into him. That would have been the rival so, team because he, he's yeah. kind of. Sir Alex Ferguson called him. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, you cannot play for City. This yeah. is your team. This is the <laughs> yeah. team you grew up in. You know, I'm kind of like your second father. You gotta listen to me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that emotion part of his yeah. life, man, it just made him pick United, and we see it now. I mean, he 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 just came out. I don't know if you saw the interview. Yeah. Of you know yesterday, where he basically. It regret everything he yeah. did yeah. moving into United and how the team is just not up to bar and yeah. how you know he doesn't agree with the ownership yeah. with the new coach some with the with the, some players how he feels disrespected yeah. and stuff so yeah I mean you know it just it's so unfortunate some, man yeah sometimes sometimes you just gotta think about your career before you think about you, you gotta think logically about your career then what do you think man? you let because your emotion um because i feel like think about your legacy what were yeah yeah like sometimes like for example there's some players 
that risked being unwanted in their teams mm. for the fact that they wanted to be at that level mm. you know like for example would you say kaka maybe um kaka not really i feel like kaka kind of like he stepped he stepped up when he yeah. went to real madrid yeah. it, he it was he was just unlucky okay but like player like raul gonzalez where mm. he was a superstar he yeah. was an amazing players and then at the end of his career um yeah. he was just not the same players anymore yeah. but he wouldn't just get out of real madrid because yeah. he knows yeah. that if he get out he's not going to get the same level of attention yeah. he's he's he might lose his you know sponsorships yeah. he might lose his you know things like that so so he stayed in for as long as he he could held to it um even though he at sometimes he just went was unwanted yeah. you know some some fans were booing him yeah. you know get out get out damn he was it also he was, cost a lot of money to keep no right? yeah 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 oh, yeah i mean, I mean he that's was super why no yeah he was superstar um but that's what i'm saying you know sometimes you gotta think logically okay yeah maybe i'm unwanted maybe you know like yeah. i feel the club maybe not supporting me 100 yeah. but for my career uh this is the best team for me right now until it's there's no no point staying you or know? even just prove them wrong because i feel like ronaldo's yeah. got that that attitude where yeah one hat trick he's one hat trick away from from Proving getting the fans wrong. back yeah he, he <laughs> yeah uh, uh, real quick man um i mean I, I will say that transfers for both of these legends these real madrid and barcelona legends have been unfortunate man for messi it, it's not what he wanted it's not what he was promised and for ronaldo it's not what he thought yeah um and now we, we see both at, at incredible clubs, don't get me wrong, but we as fans of them, we they're not where we want them to be. And yeah. I feel like they're also not where they want to be. Yeah. So I feel like we, we feel we feel bad for them, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know what the word is, but we, we feel like, ah, oh, man, like, I, you know, and every player grows old. They, they lose their touch, and that's fine. That's to be expected. But we just didn't want to see it like that. Yeah. You know? It's um, not the ending for sure that we, yeah. we thought it would be. And that we hoped it would be, you know. Yeah. Um, you always thought Messi is gonna retire at Barcelona. 100%. I mean, he was a one club player, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, started there. He was gonna end his career there. Uh, it, it would have been amazing to see him, you know, retire at Barcelona. But like you said, you know, unfortunate. Uh, that club was going through a disaster. Ownership, yeah. uh, presidentship. Yeah. Uh, just ended up destroying the club, and they just it fell through, man. It yeah, through. and and I understand, you know, as as you know, a lot to a lot of people, he's the number one player in yeah. history. Yeah. So of course, his compensation gotta be up to bar. He he gotta yeah. get the big money, you know. And that's the thing, man. So, I feel like if I was in Messi's shoes or Ronaldo's, like, would I go for the money? Or at that point, it's like, I've already, I know I can get good money no matter where I go. Let's yeah. just stay and, and keep this legacy going, man. Because, like, BK, for example, I'm not saying yeah. he's the greatest defender of all time, but he was like, I'll cut my wages because I know that the club's going through some stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'll sacrifice that as long as I'm, I'm in the club and I can play every once in a while, which he did. Yeah. But do you think that it got to the egos with, with Ronaldo and Messi? Like, no, no, I deserve to be paid. Yeah. You know, top dollar, no matter what, compared to Mbappe at the time or, or whoever was playing at the time. I need to be paid yeah. just as much or more um, no matter where I go. And I think I so. Like, 
I can... think so. Yeah, it it does become an ego issue yeah. where it's like, yeah, you know, like you got me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the best player in the world. Yeah. You gotta Treat pay me like what it. I deserve. Yeah. You know. No. And I understand, you know, of course. Oh um, man, that's tough. Yeah, you know, you want you want to be appreciated, and if you're like money wise, it's the best way to show your appreciation for somebody. Um, but yeah, it it's just not the ending we thought and we hoped for. Um, they still got time, you yep. know. This workup might uh, oh, yeah. might bring them back into the front of yeah. the you know the media yeah. and you know the talk of the the town kind of thing um we'll see we'll see how far they will go um they are expected to go far both both teams i I feel like semi-final at least for both of them really yeah i think so i think semi-finals um so world cup man who who um, are you looking at who are you looking at this world cup i'm a brazil fan so uh, you know i that's the team i'll go for every every world cup it's it's my team what do you think uh i think they got a good chance this yep. year i think they're gonna win the world cup okay um i feel i have i have feeling they're gonna do it this year yeah um they seem ready a lot of players are in good form right now neymar doing amazing of course uh Vinicius jr has grown so much and has just become unstoppable who's the striker uh gabriel gabriel jesus yeah. um definitely doing great in arsenal okay. and yeah. he could definitely link up with them 100 um they also got Rodrigo to come off the yep. bench, so they have a super sub. They have Rafinha on the side. Yeah. They have Anthony from Manchester United, right. a great player. That's crazy. Uh, Richardson to come off the bench, wow. maybe too. <laughs> a great player. He got that, you know, He's just that warrior. Warrior, the, yeah. The, the wolf in him. Uh, yeah, midfield, um, very experienced. Um, you got Casemiro, a warrior in midfield. Um, Bruno Gumerish, yeah. uh doing great in newcastle yeah. he's like on the on the rise um you got um Who else? uh you got fred fred yeah. is also a good pivot yeah. a double pivot with uh Kenzimero. would you say the midfield's a little weak uh, no no i think they got it you saw i it? think they got it yeah. as long as defensively they're good in the midfield um they have enough quality up top that they don't really need yeah. that that creative midfielders to kind of like yeah, get there, you know, uh, if they didn't have that quality, uh, I would say, yeah, they might be too weak on the yeah. offensive side, but as long as they lock up the midfield defensively think, and protect their defense, yeah. their forward could do damage Whatever without, without any support from the midfield. I think it was Casemiro. Casemiro's such a, such a, yeah, he, he's, he got a, a lot presence of presence in the midfield yeah. where, where he, he understands, he reads the plays very well for a defender yeah. or for a midfielder, defensive midfielder. Um, I, I don't think that they should worry too much. As far as center backs, uh, let's run through the team real quick. Who do we have in the back? Center backs are great. Uh, you got Adam Militao from Real Madrid. He's an amazing player. Thiago Silva, uh, experience. Uh, Marquinhos, That's right. a great player. He got the, the headers. And I mean, Dani Alves. Um, <laughs> that's that's my thing this year. Uh, the goalkeeper is great too. Yeah. You got uh, uh, Becker, Ellison, and uh, Ederson. Uh, Ederson. So two two amazing goalkeeper yeah. for Liverpool and City. Yeah. The the right backs and the left backs yeah. is my issue this year. Who's um, the left back? Left backs. You got Telles. Yes. Uh, Telles. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Alexandro from Juventus. Uh, he's not doing good. Yeah. Um. On the right side, you got Daniello. 
he, he's okay. He's okay. He's solid defensively, maybe, but he's not just you know that great player. And yeah. Danny Elvis is a legend, but he's thirty eight years old. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He hasn't been playing really yeah. at the top level. Um, and to expect him to play yeah. as a starter every three days is just uh, I, I I don't think it's possible. That's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So I feel like the right back and left back is the only issues, and yeah. that's what might be the weak point. So if they play against teams that use the wings as their strong point yeah. or strength, we might have a problem as as Brazil. Yeah. Because um, you guys got Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Uh, the group stage easy. Yeah. The group stage is not going to be difficult. Once you start moving up, Knock that's outs. when it's going to be dangerous. And I feel like, um, I feel like, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta work away of making sure the wingers like Vinicius and Rafinha or Antio, whoever is going to be on the wing, to come back and make sure to Midfield actually is, is defend okay. yeah. with. Uh, with the left backs and right backs so they could um, have a chance of not get an attack on these. So you got Brazil all the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think they're going to win. I feel like for me, man, with Brazil, and obviously so. Brazil is always one of those players, uh, one of those teams that you, you expect or you hope uh, that would perform well. The the lineup, yeah. the, the players that are going for Brazil are insane. I guess Firmino might be the only one that you might be missing, but yeah. besides, I mean, not even missing, you, your attack is already set. Uh, with, with so many options, but yeah. I feel like a lot of times, I think, what was it last World Cup? Was it uh, who knocked them out? Um, Belgium, Belgium, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I feel Belgium. like they, t- they tend, I don't know if it was because they were too young at the time, but I feel like they kind of choke when it comes to, to push to shove. I don't feel like they've been towards the end, uh, to the, the final or the semis in a while. Um, yeah, they they made it to the semis against the, Germany in the World Cup that they hosted, 14. 2014. 14, yeah. Um, but that was the last time. Was that the seven one? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's just I, I feel like, and we also they also had a really iffy team at that time. I will say. Um, yeah, that was, that was not very good. Yeah. Um, it was just Neymar doing it, and yeah. he got injured the game before that with That's Colombia. Right. So. Uh, they kind of like they had no chance yeah, against Germany. Really of course, Germany ended up winning. Uh, so they, they 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 were just a machine. Yeah. Um. But I agree with you. Like sometimes when you expect so much from them, yeah. they ended up disappointing. Yeah. Unlike two thousand two, where um they barely even made it out of South America. I think they were fifth, and they 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 ended up. You know, nobody even wow. thought they can win anything. Jeez. Um. You know, ended up. <laughs> beating everybody within the World Cup, um, but this year feels like it's their year. You you had it? You think so? I think so. I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, even the one against Belgium, if you remember the yeah. game, I mean Courtois was just yeah. amazing. Yeah. He ended up saving so many chances that should have went in, uh, and the game ended up one zero. So. Uh, yeah, it's it could, yeah, it could have been different. If if one goal went in, Brazil yeah. would have had a good chance that World Cup. But um, yeah, I feel like you know they this year is their year. I hope so. I hope least, so, man. You know, let me um, let me throw some teams at you, and you, yeah. you you tell me what you think, man. Give me give me a little analysis. Uh, Netherlands, man. Uh, they're a good team. Uh, a lot of young players that are promising. Yeah. You got um Gakbo. 
uh, this yes. year he's been amazing yes. um, on the rise for sure yeah. he has the most um, uh, when it comes to stats he has the most assist and goals yes. combined um, in and you know outside the the five top leagues yes. uh, so he would that somebody definitely to keep an eye on uh, you got uh, Memphis Depay yeah. um, he always do good with the team yeah. with the national team Frankie De Jong yeah. uh, yeah. um of course they're uh, good players um, mm, I would say maybe quarterfinal they definitely gonna get out of the group stage. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna need to. Uh, they're gonna top it, I think. Yes. Um, but uh, a quarterfinal, I think they they gonna get out. I think so. Um, it, if I'm not mistaken, I might need to see yeah, yeah, the man. teams that might well, move up. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, because they think, got Qatar, Ecuador, and Senegal. So only real. Yeah, I I think. I think they're gonna top it for sure. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so yeah. they're gonna go to top of the league. Yeah, England. England. Um, England is always tricky. Yes. Um, England is a team that has so much hype around because of their media, because yeah. of their league. Yeah. So all the players, when you hear the name, you be like, "Oh my goodness!" Like <laughs> yes. these players are incredible. Yes. You know. But when you put them together and you play them against other national teams, you, you start seeing yeah. that, okay, these players are not really that, like, it's crazy good. You think you know, it's the like, chemistry or you think it's the individual player? I don't think they have good chemistry at all. Um, there's a lot of issues in their league and everybody, you know, there's so many clubs in there that, yeah. that yeah, you know, some of them play for Manchester United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah city so it's like there's no chemistry everybody just like nah i don't yeah. like this guy or like you know like it's it's definitely not a team that i would consider making it to a semi-final maybe mm-hmm. not even semi-final maybe quarter final they're a good team um like i said but um i feel like when when the tough gets going and then they they can get out they're not going anywhere yeah. Uh, yeah. belgium they used to be better um a lot of their players has aged yeah um last world cup 2018 was their chance to really make it yeah uh, ended up playing france um just couldn't that was couldn't crazy beat them. france man that was yeah. crazy france I... yeah they just couldn't beat that team it was just too good um so i feel like this year Mm, not in the same Belgium. I don't think they're gonna make it that far. Eden Hazard. Uh, Eden Hazard is is out of, of out of you know competition. He hasn't been playing regularly. Lukaku has been injured. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne been been good, uh, but one player can't you know change, do anything by themselves. Uh, they have a, go- a couple of good talents. Uh, one from Brighton. Uh, I forgot his name. But he's been doing really good. Okay. Um, another player, um, their defense is very old too. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, their players. One of them is playing Benfica, and the other one is like I don't even know where he's yeah. playing. Aldridge. I don't even know where he's playing oh, anymore. Um, they have an amazing goalkeeper, of course. Tim Courtois, best goalkeeper in the world right now. So. Hundred percent. Uh, that might be solid in that area, but. Mm, uh, it's not the same team, so I don't think they're gonna make it that far. No, not that far. Yeah, Argentina, man. 
Argentina. Ah, uh, oh, man. It's, it's a team that I feel like everybody wants them to win this year yeah for messi yeah uh, they, 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 you can definitely <laughs> sense that yeah. that people want messi to win the world cup yeah this year it's because last one. last one uh i mean you know just the, the team how the team is built just around him and um you could just see that they love him like they yeah. literally love the guy they would die for him so i feel like everybody wants them to win um, definitely more pressure this year than 100%. other years because 100%. they are expected to win this yes. year, especially after winning the Copa. Yes. Uh, obviously, that gives them, uh, I would say, hope that they could beat teams like Brazil yeah. and other, you know, yeah. Uruguay and teams yeah. like that. Uh, you know, good teams. So, um, yeah, semifinal for me, Argentina. Semifinal. <sighs> I want to say, man, yeah. that this might be the best Argentinian team going to a World Cup um, since Messi's been in the team. Yeah, I mean, um, Messi, you got Messi, Di Maria, yeah. uh, Lautaro Martinez. Yes. Uh, the is injured, but he never really played. No, uh, because, Argentina. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, you got a good, good, definitely good forwards. Um, De Paul, uh, we have uh, De Paul, Gomez. Uh, De Paul has been weird with Atletico Madrid, but the whole team is weird. Atletico Madrid <laughs> is, is just <laughs> yeah. all over the place, yeah. man. You yeah. can't really judge the players when they play in that specific team. Well, he's um, good players. You got uh, we finally Pare- got a good goalkeeper with Martinez. Paredes, uh, Martinez, good goalkeeper. I, I feel like he's, he's uh, defense. Defense really good. Defense, yeah. yeah. Um, that uh, Spurs player, I forget his name. Um, uh, yeah, the I, I, yeah, I don't remember his name as well. Uh, he's he's good, good yeah, player. He, um, you got Martinez from uh, Manchester United. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Uh, oh yeah, little little tall, little yeah, guy right here. He's, he's little guy, that, but he's, 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 he's insane. Yeah, man. he's insane. 100%. He's he's a warrior. So um, I'm hoping they, they got a chance. I I yeah. think semi final for them. Yeah, you think I think semi final. I I think. They're gonna play Brazil in the semifinal, so I think Brazil is gonna beat them. Is that how the the yeah yeah? I was looking at that group and what I think who's gonna make first and second and how they're gonna play against each other. So I think Brazil and Argentina is gonna play semifinal. That's gonna be crazy. But yeah, that would be amazing semifinal. Uh, But yeah, I think that's where they're gonna end. Um, And of course, they're gonna play for third and fourth. So they might not win third. I think Portugal is gonna win third. Okay, I haven't yeah. seen how the the, the brackets. Yeah, work, yeah, check so it I, out, man. Check I, it out. I, I, the way I like looked at it and like you know made my way up yeah. and stuff. For me, it's gonna be semifinal Argentina and Brazil, Portugal and France. Oof. Um, and of course France and Brazil is gonna okay. play this in the final, and Brazil is gonna win. So it's yeah. gonna be 1998 World Cup rematch really? i feel like yeah france and oh, okay. brazil I think you meant all four teams like that okay no no yeah france and brazil is gonna yeah the play the final and uh we'll see we'll and see Bob that's that's just my prediction yeah jeez man and last one man spain since we both uh have our clubs there man what yeah do you think? spain has been weird with enrique man they're a good yeah. team enrique yeah. is a good coach it's just that he just I feel like he treats this team as a project that he's trying to show the world that I could mm. do this with any players that I pick. Mm. It's it's the philosophy, it's the way we play, it's not the players. That's what I feel like Enrique is thinking. 
and if you look at the players he's been calling up all young players yes. all young players are yes. uh, players that they would follow his instructions to the yeah. you know last inch of it yes. um so that's i feel like that's why he didn't call sergio ramos he yes. didn't call uh big names you know yeah like players that might have big way in the locker room and they might like say okay now we don't like that we're not gonna play like that so he wanted players that gonna listen yeah and he definitely picked young players players on the come up Um, i think it was uh seven barcelona players and one real madrid player uh, two uh, carvajal and uh essencio that's right that's right um, yeah, yeah. A little biased, I'd say. Uh, he he's definitely biased. Yeah. He he's a, he's a Barcelona player. Yeah. Um, he played for Real Madrid. Um, <laughs> then he moved to Barcelona, yeah. and he just hate hate Real Madrid yeah. after that. Um, <laughs> and then he was, of course, coach for Barcelona. Yeah. So he, he's definitely biased. But um, when you see Spain plays, you like that team automatically. They just yeah. have a way of playing yeah. that you just enjoy. And then you see players that are like, they just become superstars in that yeah. team. You know, yeah. like Pedri, like yeah. Gavi. Yeah. Um, even though at Barcelona, we see them, they're, they're great players. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You can see a lot of potential. But with the Spanish team, you just see a different player. Yeah. You just see a player that like has that confidence. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove myself here. Um, so uh, Spain, I would say quarterfinal. Yeah, with Spain in the last uh, last World Cup and the the Euros and stuff like that, man, I just I just wasn't digging it. it they didn't yeah. have that chemistry. They weren't clicking. Yeah, uh, the attacker, the Morata or, or whoever else they have uh, yeah. for this World Cup, it's just he's never been that player. He's never been that striker to finish the position or finish the games or the plays. And I I honestly I feel like that's the biggest weakness. I th- I think they have a solid team. Not getting De Gea going is also really interesting. Um, yeah, but. I mean, ever since was it the 2010 World Cup in in South uh, South Africa yeah. um, that they won, I was I was like, dude, Spain. This is a you know this is a new um, what's it called? Uh, like this this is a team. This is with the uh, Iniesta and Chavis and uh, David uh, David Villa, um, Fernando Torres and stuff like that. I was like, dude, this you know they're going up from here because they also I think that was one of the first World Cups that they won. Yeah, I think the first one. So they they've always the kind of been one, yeah. just kind of wobbly. But ever since that. World Cup, I just felt like okay, they they found their identity, and it's yeah. only up from here, and it soon ended because I believe there's um there's this uh, stat I saw that the World Cup winning team doesn't make it out of the group stage the next World Cup. I think that yeah. was true for Spain, Germany, um, and then it's France. Like a curse. We'll, we'll yeah. see you this France, year. France in oh, or, 2002 got out yeah. of the group stage yeah. from Senegal. Um, yeah, it's just a curse, man. So, so I don't think maybe, France, maybe France is gonna get out. Maybe you know. See their, their, I just don't see it though. I mean, yeah, you Australia, got you Denmark, got Benzema, Mbappe. I, I don't feel like these players will be able yeah, to no. be contained by teams like you know Australia and like Denmark you know. and Tunisia. Yeah, no. Denmark is a good team. Yeah. They're definitely gonna put on a good fight. I've seen them in the Euro. Yep, they have great players. Yeah, um, they got the, the but, heart. But besides yeah, them. beside them, I t- uh, you just see the quality on the French team, and you just like uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a close one with Belgium. You said it was a one nil um, with them. Oh yeah. no, that was uh, with Brazil. Brazil sorry. and Belgium. Yeah. Um, I think France. I mean, France plays Argentina last World Cup, and it was a three two. I'm sorry, four three. Yeah. Uh, quarter, I believe. 
In the semi. In the semi-final, yeah. In the semi. So it was a close one, but it was a late goal from Aguero uh, for Argentina, so it was barely even... Uh, it wasn't in semi I think it was the quarter. It was a quarter? And then they played uh, uh, Belgium. Belgium in the semi, yeah, and yeah. then Croatia. And then That's Croatia, right. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We'll have to see. This is going to be an interesting World Cup. Uh, it's the last one for big players, like we said. Surely Ronaldo, too. I don't know if he said anything yet. Um, uh, he hasn't really said anything, but everybody thinks it's going to be the last one. I mean, four it's years four from years now, it's a long time. just a long time. And the it's way he's been, you know, not yeah. stable and all those problems and the team's not really wanting him. Yeah, and yeah I, I don't see it. Maybe the next Euro... He will oh, play okay, that's true. maybe that's in two true. years. He yeah. might have a chance. Maybe not even a starter, but he might be on the team just for the moral support and yeah. kind of like to come in the bench and maybe have some experience. But that might be it. But uh, this World Cup, I feel like it's the last one it's for the, Messi and yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. The last real shot. Um, yeah. The last dance. As yeah, a, the last dance for I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come out in a couple of years on Netflix. We'll, we'll yeah, see yeah, that. yeah. Hopefully. hopefully um, we'll see uh, yeah, hopefully, like honestly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, let's let's tune in on Sunday and, and see what's going on with uh, Ecuador and Qatar. Yeah. Uh, at 10 a.m., which is really weird in in um, Qatar. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Qatar, real quick, man? What do you think about this World Cup being over there? You excited? You? Um, I'm excited. Uh, uh, it, it's a World Cup, so yeah. we we like to see it in different countries, yeah. and instead of same countries yeah. that always host it, you know, France, Spain, Brazil, England. Yeah. Uh, you know, the same countries always has. So when a country like uh, South Africa, yeah. like Qatar, like yeah. Japan, yeah. Um, uh, you know, these countries, when they host it, it gives hope for yeah. other people yeah. that, hey, we are also nations. Yes. We also have uh, abilities for other people to, to come and, and see prosper. our country, yeah. Um, yeah. see how we host, see our people, learn our culture. So I'm definitely excited for that. Yes. I know there's a lot of... Com- controversy with with the way they had forced laborers yeah. and human rights and things like that um but i feel like uh let's just focus on the sports let's 100%. just focus on soccer 100%. this time and and forget all about that yeah. um i know ev- everything has its its place to talk about uh we should have been talking about that before that and yeah. not it's literally like yeah. a few days before the, the World Cup and <laughs> yeah. take all the attention from yeah. the beautiful sports yeah. into stuff that is just you know depressing to talk yeah. about it is um so maybe we'll have that conversation after the World Cup 100%. again yeah. um but let's just focus on, on the beautiful sports and enjoy enjoy this World Cup like you said a lot of players might yeah. be in their last World Cup and special yeah special special, special times um and it's a good time to unite the world and, yeah. um, you know, people from all over uh, the world just coming together, watching yep. their national teams, yep. rooting for their favorite players. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, it's amazing time. You yeah. know, we get November. it once every four years and yeah. I just enjoy it Yeah, man. for sure. Well, brother, I appreciate you coming over, man, and, and uh, giving fun. us your knowledge, man, and, and talking Thank about you. this. Uh, it's been a special episode, I, I got to admit, man, uh, honestly. Yeah, I had uh, a lot of fun, honestly. You know, um, it was a pleasure being here and of course, man. Uh, an honor, of course, to be on the podcast. Appreciate and uh, that, man. hopefully we could uh, do, this know, again. do this again 100%. and talk, talk more about 
Yeah, that's probably that we love the most. Yeah, there's going to be, after this World Cup, we're going we're gonna to have a lot of things going on with, with players individually, with, with countries, yeah. um, a lot of movements. The transfer market opens up in January, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see a lot of puzzle, puzzle pieces be moved around, and we'll see how it all fits. But uh, as cool. of now, man, good luck to Brazil. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for Mexico as far, as much as I can, but yeah. uh, we we know it doesn't go very far. But how far they they make it at the group stage? Yeah, we'll see. Similar to to Spain, like you said, a lot of young players, man. Um, yeah, a lot of the experienced players, Chicharito, Vela, um, have been left out. But um, we we have to trust the uh, the process of uh, yeah. of growing up and, and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll see as far as we can uh, we can make it this time. But uh, nevertheless, okay. man, I appreciate you coming over, man. Thank you. Until thank the next time, have brother. Have fun, man. Thank Take you. it easy, man. Awesome.